GAA Carlo LGFA Intermediate Football Final St Anne's show ruthless touch in front of goal to lift intermediate title Article by Charlie Keegan The score St Anne's 6 goals and 11 points Aero Og 6 points the football ladies of St Anne's, drawn from Ardatton, Tullow and Grange, stormed to an impressive 23-point win over Aerog to deservedly claim the Carlow Ladies Intermediate Football Final at Netwatch Training Centre on Sunday. The game, played fully under lights on the first day after the clocks went back, was notable for one outstanding statistic. All 23 scores came from open play. In fact, there was no close-in free to either side from referee Jonathan Murphy, a tribute to the vigilance of the defences and the overall sporting nature of the game. St Anne's, playing into a significant wind, made a dream start when, from the throw-in, they went on the offensive and their full forward, Dara O'Brien's high left-footed shot, deceived Roisin Ahern in the Aero goal. The ladies in red and white responded with a point from centre-forward Aoife Hayden. But the trend of the game favoured St Anne's from the start. They made far better use of possession, held possession until a colleague was available for a pass, and their teamwork was far superior to an Aerog, who lacked nothing in enthusiasm and effort, but simply could not match the power and passing combination of their opponents. Things got worse for the Tachaska side when St Anne's wily left full forward Maeve Donoghue took a pass from Dana O'Brien to slot home her team's second goal. Aerog needed to put scores on the board if they were to put it up to the ladies in blue. But all over the field, St Anne's players were first to the ball and when out of possession, worked feverishly to get back hold of the ball. The supply of ball to the Aerog full forward line was haphazard, with little scope for full forward Sarah Fury, who held a threat and kicked three of her side's points. At the first water break, the score was 2-3 to 3 points. St Anne's midfielder Holly Lillycrap pointed after the restart and they remained very much on top for the remainder of the half. But for shooting a total of nine first half wides, Anne's would have enjoyed an even greater half-time advantage than 2-7 to 4 points. By that stage, six St Anne's players had made the score sheet, including five of their starting forwards. Wing-back Sheila O'Keefe kicked a fine point for Aerog, but it proved a false dawn as Anne's Dano O'Brien quickly raised a white flag. Rachel Farrell, Anne's number 11, finished off another commendable move with a third goal for her side. And, adding salt to the Aerog wounds, Maeve Donoghue reacted fastest after substitute Emma Burns' shot from outfield hit the crossbar and came back into play. Donoghue planted her shot in the net. Roisin Bailey, the St Anne's left half forward, became the sixth forward to make the score sheet when she cut in from near sideline some 45 metres from goal and her shot for a point was straightened through for the game's outstanding score. Aero battled on with Sheila O'Keefe, Sarah Riley, Sarah Timmons and Sarah Fury taking the game to the opposition. But faced with the scale of the deficit, the ladies from the county town were only now playing for pride. The game as a contest was well over at the second water break as the Ardatton-Tullow-Grange combination held a massive five goals and nine points to six-point lead. In the final minutes, there was goal glory for Anne's outstanding left half-back and captain, Neve Bailey, 
who stormed upfield to find the net as the champions kept up the pressure right to the end. Full tribute to Lorcan O'Toole and his St Anne's mentors for the manner they prepared their side for Sunday's final. It was a learning experience for Aero Og and his selectors. No doubt they will come again. Scorers, St Anne's, may have done a who two goals and two points, Dana O'Brien one goal and three points, Rachel Farrell, Holly Lillycrap one goal and one point each, Neve Bailey one goal, Zoe Garrigan two points, Shauna Cahoon, Roisin Bailey one point each. The scorers for Aero Og, Sarah Fury three points, Sheila O'Keefe, Aoife Hayden, Sarah Timmons one point each. And the teams, St Anne's, Katie Kennedy, Emer Dempsey, Ashleen Tour, Ailish Doyle, Laura Murphy, Neve Murphy, Neve Bailey, Avine Brennan, Holly Lillycrap, Zoe Corrigan, Rachel Farrell, Roisin Bailey, Shauna Cahoon, Dana O'Brien, Maeve Donahue, and the subs. Emma Byrne for Cahoon at half time, Leanne Savage for Dempsey, 42 minutes, Deirdre Moore for Murphy, 44 minutes, Shauna Finlan for Garrigan, 46 minutes. Megan Hickey for Doyle, 46 minutes. The Aerog team, Roisina Hearn, Hannah O'Toole, Hannah Dunphy, Una O'Brien, Sheila O'Keefe, Jasmine Brennan-Dowling, Alex Curtis, Sarah Riley, Neve O'Keefe, Leah Ray, Aoife Hayden, Sarah Timmons, Chloe O'Toole, Sarah Fury, Chloe Keating. The subs, Lauren Ray for O'Keefe, half-time, Noreen Wren for O'Toole, 39 minutes, Carissa Morahan for Keating, 46 minutes. Casey Tobin for Timmins, 50 minutes. Georgia Fitzgerald for Brennan Dowling, 55 minutes. The referee, Jonathan Murphy. Talbot Hotel Intermediate Football Final. Aero Oaks class in front of goal leads to first IFC title since 2007. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score, Aero Og, 3 goals and 11 points. Nave Owen, 7 points. Aero Og swept to a glorious intermediate championship victory at Netwatch Cullen Park on Saturday, bridging a 14-year gap to their last win in this grade. It was an extraordinary success. In their final group game against Clonmore, the Hackettstown base side had chances which were not taken. All Clonmore needed was to squeeze one ball over the bar. One score was all that was needed, and that surely would have relegated Aerog to the junior championship. That they weren't able to pull the trigger gave the YIs the platform to steal victory that day. Now the rest is history. The Reds have completed a glorious league and championship double. Yet here on county final day it was a tentative opening, with both sides feeling their way into the game. Andrew O'Brien, the Nave Owen keeper, was busier than his rival Evan Kearns at the other end of the field, but neither were overworked. For a while, Aerog never really threatened. That would change as Aerog nudged themselves ahead. A sixth-minute Derek Hayden free broke the deadlock, and four minutes later, Adam McCarran stretched the lead with another free. It was edgy stuff with those two points all that separated the sides at the water break. Another McCarran free pushed out the Aerog advantage to three. The Reds failed to drive home the momentum, with three punts kicked forward, all falling into Michael hands. Finally, an Aina Kavna 23rd minute point from play got Nave Owen off the mark. Yet they handed back the initiative when Philip Smithers picked up a black card for an off-the-ball foul on an opponent. 
Shane Buggy ran through the space vacated by Smithers to boom over another point. Derek Hayden put in McCarran for a point. It was all going Aerog's way. They kept coming, and a superb through ball by Shane Buggy released Ben Crotty, who found the bottom left-hand corner of the net at the O'Hanrahan end of the ground. With McCarran bringing his first half total to five points, the Tachaska side led by one goal and seven points to one point at the interval. An Adam Kenny free two minutes into the second half was badly needed for Enave Owen. A Keith Hoban snipe down the left produced another point. This was followed by a Dwayne Kavanagh punched effort. All Nave Owen's good work was undone when their defence was unhinged and Crotty scored his second goal of the game. Derek Hayden then backed himself when picking off a score from a tricky angle. As the third quarter progressed, both sides gave up a lot of simple ball. Aerog were punished when Cahill Tracy registered a nice point after he availed of turnover ball. Kenny followed up with a free to keep Nave Owen in with an outside chance of rescuing the game. Andrew O'Brien did brilliantly to dive forward full length to prevent the ball getting to an Aerog forward. A brilliant but legal shoulder from Shane Buggy stopped a Nave Owen attack in its tracks. That kind of moment was as much a match winner as any goal that is ever scored. Attitude with a capital A. While the ball was worked out to Connor Foley, he shot just wide. Aerog showed how it was done when Crotty fired over a 35-metre point. McCarran's free heralded in four minutes of extra time. Simon Ray, coming to the end of a long career, came forward and instead of having a go himself, unselfishly let it off for Crotty to point again. Right at the death, McCarran took a pass from David Dunphy to score what was possibly the easiest goal of his young career to date. On the night, it summed up the respective fortunes of both sides. More than anything else, Aerog were up for this one, whilst their opponents never really got going. The teams, Aerog, Evan Kearns, Mark Bean, Adam Nolan, Shane Kelly, Cahill Kelly, Dean Hayden, Evan Kelly, Murta Ware, Shane Buggy, one point, James Ruth, Derek Hayden, two points, Owen Maddock, Ben Crotty, two goals and two points, Craig White, Adam McCarran, one goal and six points, five points from freeze. The subs, Anthony Keating for White, 41 minutes, David Dunphy for Maddock, 48 minutes, Simon Ray for Ruth, 50 minutes, Luke Ramsbottom for Hayden, 57 minutes, John Gilligan for C. Kelly, 61 minutes. Nave Owen, Andrew O'Brien, Dermot Deacon, Michael Kavanagh, Jack Kavanagh, Ross McAvoy, Martin Doyle, Cahill Tracy, one point, Adam Kenny, two points from Freeze, Philip Smithers, Martin Clowry, Keith Hogan, one point, Owen Redmond, James Smithers, John Michael Nolan, one point Mark, Enna Kavanagh, one point, the subs, Dwayne Kavanagh, one point, for McAvoy, half-time, Connor Foley for Clowry, 36 minutes, Scott Tracy for Kenny, 49 minutes, referee, Brian Deering, Ratfilly. Talbot Hotel, Junior Football A Championship Final. Grange delivered dominant display to ensure return to intermediate status. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score, Grange 2 goals and 13 points, Tin Ryland 2 points. Grange silenced the doubters in Netwatch Cullen Park on Saturday when they won the Junior Football A Championship in style when inflicting a second final defeat on their rivals in less than a year. 
With COVID pushing the 2020 championship into this year, Tin Ryland had come so close to winning a junior championship, but this time they were unable to reach the levels they had earlier in this year. They had come through the group stages looking almost invincible as they registered easy and big winning margins. Yet in the semi-final, they were nearly caught by Lachlan Bridge. That performance suggested they were not as good as their previous victories indicated. By half-time, that notion was turned on its head. Ahead by 13 points, nothing was going to stop them in their quest for victory. It was easy from the start. On three minutes, John Murphy ran at the heart of the Tin Ryland defence. No one laid a hand on him, and covering at least 40 metres, he placed the ball into the bottom right-hand corner, at the O'Hanrahan's end of the ground. For a short spell, Tin Ryland had 50% of the play, but couldn't make it pay on the scoreboard. After a Murphy free extended the lead, Evan Doyle failed to lift the ball above the level of the crossbar. It was almost deflected past a wrong-footed defence, but Seamus Hegarty in the Grange goal was glad to take the ball safely in his arms. Alan Fleming's long-range free extended the Grange lead to five points. The eventual winners upped the pressure, and Ned Pender took a pass from Murphy, but had to settle for a point when he got a nudge which prevented a certain goal. Kieran Pender picked off a great point out on the right, and Murphy followed up with another free. It was one-way traffic, especially when the same player lofted over another 45-metre boomer. At one goal and six points to nil at the water break, Tin Ryland had a mountain to climb. A black card for Kieran Larkin compounded Tin Ryland's problems, and immediately after the card was brandished, Niall Byrne became the third player in the starting full forward line to score in the first half for Grange. With Murphy adding three more points from placed balls, Grange led one goal and ten points to two points at the end of the first half. On the resumption, Tin Ryland almost scored a goal when a high delivery was collected by Evan Doyle. The corner forward found himself crowded out by the sticky Grange defence who forced a turnover free. At the other end, an outstretched Tin Ryland hand kept out a certain goal as Grange put one of their many passing attacks together. The Caleric Road side were in no mood to concede an inch remaining focused and sticking close to the Tin Ryland ball carriers. So often they forced the error and one turnover ball. As Grange gazed towards the finishing post, Richie White and Porrick Whelan picked off a point each for their rivals. It wasn't the start of a Tin Ryland period of domination. Instead, Grange reasserted themselves and came back to score a goal from John Murphy. The Carlow Inter-County players started the move. It was appropriate he should finish it as well. A second yellow card for Shane O'Neill after the second water break just piled on the agony for Tin Ryland, who didn't or weren't allowed to turn up on the day. Grange almost scored two additional goals, but Fleming and Martin Farrell were denied by superb last-ditch Tin Ryland tackles. Thankfully, from a Tin Ryland point of view, those scores never came. While the winning margin was big, the winners didn't rub their noses in it. Thank heaven for small mercies. The teams, Grange, Seamus Hegarty, John Doyle, Cahill Bailey, Thomas Keeley, Killian Murphy, Martin Kelly, Ned Pender, one point, Fionn Murphy, Patrick Hickey, David Moran, John Murphy, two goals and eight points, Mark, five frees, Henry Hegarty, Niall Byrne, one point, Kieran Pender, two points, 
Alan Fleming one point from a free. The subs, James Hickey for more in 37 minutes, Gavin Lawler for Kelly 48 minutes, Dermot Burrows for Keeley 50 minutes, Martin Farrell for Byrne 50 minutes, Paddy Byrne for Cape Hender 54 minutes. Tin Ryland, Niall Barrett, Joey Ryan, Peter Doran, Tommy Dunn, Barry Power, Shane O'Neill, Kieran Larkin, Greg Murphy, Cormac McElligot, Pori Quelan, one point, Alan Barrett, Mark Lawler, Podrick Townsend, Glenn Doyle, Evan Doyle. The subs, Jack Tien for N Barrett at half time, Richie White, one point for E Doyle, 36 minutes, Peter Hennessy for B Power, 36 minutes, Kieran Townsend for Whelan, 48 minutes, Adam Dunn for Ryan, 48 minutes. The referee, Shamey Doyle. GAA scores. Cushton and Oog under 15 Division 1A football final. Palatine 1 goal and 13 points. St Martins 1 goal and 7 points. Cushton and Oog's under 15 Division 2A football final. Rathvilly 1 goal and 10 points. Grange 1 goal and 6 points. Michael Ling Motors Senior Football Championship quarter final. Bagnallstown Gales 1 goal and 9 points. Tin Ryland 1 goal and 7 points. Michael Ling Motors Senior Football Championships quarter final, Mount Leinster Rangers 13 points, Palatine 1 goal and 7. Carlo LGFA Intermediate Football final, St Anne's 6 goals and 11 points, Aerogue 6 points. Talbot Hotel Junior Football A Championship final, Grange 2 goals and 13 points, Tin Ryland 2 points. Talbot Hotel Intermediate Football final, Aero Oog, 3 goals and 11 points. Nave Owen, 7 points. Talbot Hotel Junior C Football Championship Semi-Final. Clonmore, 9 goals and 9 points. St. Patrick's, 1 goal and 4 points.